0: can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.
1: I'm Dr. Tara, and this is Hopeful Hints, a podcast where you'll receive quick, hopeful hints on all things women's health and infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, Find peace and empowerment as you walk through the next steps in your health journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of Hopeful Hands, where we are finishing our conversation on our little butterfly friend, the thyroid. So we are going to take a look at signs and symptoms of thyroid disorders and some testing and approaches to diagnosing. Again, want to reiterate uh, that this is one of the most overall health issues affecting millions of people worldwide, specifically women. And just understanding signs and symptoms to empower you to take this kind of into your own hands. If you have to find a provider, get some home testing done if you have to, but look at the symptoms that can go along with this and just understanding what those might look like and testing options are available is really important to getting you on the path to feeling well and diagnosed. So Let's dive into disorders. So, thyroid disorders mainly manifest as either, again, hypo too slow, hyper too fast, and each comes with a unique set of symptoms. So, again, this is not comprehensive, but these are the most common. Let's begin with hypo thyroid symptoms. So, fatigue, sluggish, you're dragging and pulling through the mud my mothers all day. And again, we need to rule out. Look, there are things that can cause this. So. It's always looking at thyroid. And when it comes to this, especially this symptom, I see a lot of insulin resistance and hormone imbalance, but insulin resistance and thyroid and cortisol levels are really common for that fatigue, sluggish feeling you know, throughout the day. Weight gain is very common with hypo, dry skin, hair loss, hair thinning, dry hair, brittle ends. Cold intolerance, you're cold all the time. Like you could have a heating blanket on you and you're so cold, all the way to like your feet are just cold, or you're always so cold, but in the group, that kind of thing I hear alive. Um constipation, or perhaps even there's just fluctuation back and forth of times where you're constipated too. Again, that's another one that's and I see this symptom a lot with other imbalances as well, but definitely thyroid depression. Sometimes I even see anxiety, but depression is very common too. It's hard to function when your thyroid is not doing well. So muscle weakness, joint pain. Again, this I see a lot with cortisol imbalances and hormone imbalances too. But thyroid, thyroid, thyroid at this. Dropping things, you're weak. You just can't do things you used to be able to do. Or it's harder for you to do the things that you used to do. You just feel weak with that. And then menstrual irregularities. Goodness, this and miscarriage and fertility hand in hand. All of it comes along with hypothyroid and optimizing 2.5 or less 2.5 or less is the standard protocol for thyroid in women in conception let's look at hyperthyroid so that is where you have this weight loss going on like you're eating everything under the sun and you are not gaining and in fact you might even be losing rapid or irregular heartbeats you can feel it maybe your watch is catching it your smart watch is seeing this happening like what is going on i'm sitting here at my desk and it is ticking away And you're seated on your smartwatch. That is hyperthyroidism needs to be looked at for that. Increased appetite cravings. Again, that can be thyroid. And I see many other things masking and looking like that too. Irritable, nervous, anxious, like just constant uncontrolled feelings like that really ties hand in hand with hyperthyroidism. Tremors of hands and fingers and shakiness going on. So again, there's some muscle component, nervous component to this as well heat sensitivity, increase sweating. You're like sweating all the time. What, What is going on? And again, remember, you can have one or all of these and it still should lay down the path of optimizing your thyroid. Diarrhea, frequent bowel movements. Again, back and forth can happen too. Maybe it's only happening sometimes. You don't have to have this stuff all day, every day. For Nope, not that. You didn't have seven days of it. Ah. No, you can have frequent bowel movements that happen randomly. And you can't figure it out. You've made other changes, not improving. We need to look at thyroid. And then this greater or enlargement of the thyroid gland typically goes with hyperthyroidism as well. And it's just really important. Again, I want to hone in on this to find these symptoms right away because when things are left going too long, it can lead to other long-term cardiovascular osteoporosis. Again, miscarriage, infertility far too often. People are coming to me after years, months of struggling and they find me and their thyroid is not optimized at all. It's like, no wonder these things are happening to you. So you really work on optimizing thyroid all the time and you just being aware of it can lead to better outcomes. So testing, we talked a little bit about this through other episodes, but again, common ones are TSH. And this is often one of the first tests performed and it measures the level of TSH in the blood. And this hormone is responsible for stimulating, okay, stimulating the thyroid to produce T4 and T3. And when these levels are abnormal, we can have hypo or hyperthyroidism. Free T4, free T3, these measure the actual level of thyroid hormones in the blood. So it's looking at what is in the blood to provide a more direct insight into that function of your thyroid. And then one of my favorite, favorite 10. That's overlooked every day in my office. So people come to me from elsewhere, but the thyroid antibody test. And this helps identify autoimmune thyroid diseases, um, Hashimoto's, Graves' disease. You can have all the other three that we talked about earlier normal or not optimal. And this one is for the rough. And you, it's, it's a huge part of what's going on at you. So by detecting these antibodies that are going against this thyroid tissue, this will be abnormal when all other tests are normal. And again, providers miss it far, far, far too often. So let's talk about interpreting your thyroid function. This is complex. It's not about numbers. It's how those numbers correlate with your symptoms and other individual factors and things going on. So high TSH, low T4 is common sign of hypothyroid. Low TSH High T4, T3 can sometimes indicate hyperthyroidism. And then just having antibodies present may indicate autoimmune disease and the thyroid going on. And it needs to be treated and addressed with further testing, a comprehensive workup, wanting to dive down some other things going on with you, rule other diseases and things that could be going on. But just understanding that these results really vary based on you as an individual type of medication you're on, even the time of day when the test is taken can sometimes impact this too. And the process should begin with a very thorough review of you and your symptoms and what's going on in medical history, what's been done. I, again, I always look at how much can you remember from puberty, junior high, high school, college, always start way back there, your family history, and then a physical exam. Like, are you having her palpitations? Is your thyroid feeling enlarged? Do you have painful spots? I pal- pain on you throughout your body. Is there some inflammation going on? Of course, there's blood tests and looking at other things to rule them in or out. Imaging ultrasound of the thyroid can be really nice to look for those nodules. Inflammation, is it really enlarged from that when your TPO antibodies being elevated and other changes going on? Um, fine needle aspiration. If there's nodules that are suspicious, a biopsy might need to be done to rule out cancer. And then the big question: What do you do if these symptoms are persist persistent beyond normal? As I'm air quoting, if you're watching YouTube, chest results. Because not everyone with thyroid symptoms will have abnormal test results. And you need to continue to think: How do we optimize this thyroid? And again, rule out some other things and optimize other hormones in the body. So. Understand that normal ranges are broad. And what's normal for one person may not be for another. So we really got to talk about symptom relief and especially if they're on medications too. You're like my easiest patients. They're like, Karen, can I adjust this? I'm feeling this. And when this number gets to be here, I don't feel well. Okay. yep, We need to keep it there. Like you've tried this before with other providers. You know what your numbers need to be. It's about symptom relief, not just numbers. Again, getting a second, third, or fourth opinion, exploring other additional tests to look at insulin levels, hormones, cortisol, all the things too needs to be done. And then monitoring and documenting, keeping a detailed record of your symptoms and changes. Again, I like to say, I said in an earlier episode, even if you're not trying to conceive and you're in the fertility run and we're working with you, I like to get those you can use your notepad, of course, too, on your phone, but get those period tracker apps so we can see if there's a correlation with the symptoms you're having and a time where you're at your cycle. And that can be for thyroid and non-thyroid things, too. So it's really just good to know timing of some of these things, especially for suspecting thyroid issues. We want really to be proactive, be brave and communicate or find a different provider where you feel heard you're not being overlooked or medically gaslit. And really just knowing that your thyroid is super important and it's such a overlooked overlooked little butterfly gland that sits right here. So I hope you enjoyed the series on the thyroid. See you back here next week.
0: If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App, and that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.